this is the Data Privacy Detective. It's October of 2022. So welcome to National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And that's brought to you by the National Cybersecurity Alliance and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency of the United States. So let's be aware, and uh, this is our monthly roundup of what happened last month in September of 2022. So we've got 14 things to report in 15 minutes, so let's get on with it. First, a record fine in the European Union by the Irish Privacy Commissioner, at least for Ireland, second biggest in EU history, for a violation of GDPR, the European Union's rules about data privacy. What happened? Well, at first, it's against Meta. We used to call it Facebook, you know. And the Irish commissioner said that Meta was letting minors, people under 18, have their information revealed automatically without uh, really knowing it. And it's enormous fine, 405 million euros. Now, the euro used to be worth something. Today, it's about worth what a U.S. dollar is. We'll see where it all heads. But a 400 million U.S. dollar fine is nothing to sneeze at. And what was happening here is that uh, under Meta's former protocols, anybody under 18 automatically had their account set up to private when they, when they joined Instagram. So only people they know could see what they post, and adults can't message teens who don't follow them, except that's what happened once Meta fixed it a year before the fine. So Meta's saying, well, we're in compliance. It's reviewing the decision. We'll see if they pay 405 million euros to Ireland, not to mention other European countries. Google and Meta, another fine. Both were fined a total of $72 million by, no, it wasn't the European Union. It was the Republic of Korea, South Korea's Privacy and Protection Commission. Now, what happened there? Uh, both companies were said to have and found to have tracked behavior on other sites and then used that data without the consumers knowing that, without consumer approval. And then Google and Meta use that data for advertising, of course, is an important part of the whole business plan of both companies, a business model. Both companies voiced disagreement with the commissioner's findings, and they may appeal the largest ever fines levied by South Korea for privacy law violations. Internal Revenue Service, are they going to be fined? What did that, what happened? They inadvertently, the IRS inadvertently exposed a batch of taxpayer information linked to nonprofits. Now, nonprofits uh, uh, under 501c3, the charitable nonprofits, uh, have to post uh, Form 990s that are public information about charities. When you file with the IRS, you include certain information about individuals, about people, and the IRS apparently leaked, inadvertently exposed a whole bunch of personal information in releasing a broader form than the Form 990-T that should have been released. Apparently, the, the error was due to some non-501c3s, some nonprofits that aren't deemed charitable nonprofits, also being made available for bulk download through the IRS's own search portal for tax-exempt entities. Well, I wonder if the U.S. government will find its own tax-collecting agency. Don't hold your breath on that one. 
That may have been for 120,000 individuals, a lot of people. Well, nothing compared to the 800 million records that were breached in the People's Republic of China. The second largest uh, data leak, there was one for a billion records from the Shanghai Police Database in June of 2022. In both cases, the data were likely exposed inadvertently as a result of human error. This uh, 800 million release was uh, from a tech company called Xinai Electronics based in Hangzhou on the East Coast of China. And while to Westerners, uh, this might seem unremarkable. After all, China as a country, as a government, uses facial recognition broadly and routinely, and state surveillance is uh, ubiquitous under Chinese law. But the sheer size of this database is, is uh, the breach is, is staggering. And China wants to upgrade and tighten its cybersecurity laws. It announced in September that uh, there are going to be amendments to its cybersecurity laws and significant fines for anything that relates to critical information infrastructure operators who use their products or services that haven't undergone security reviews. Now, that security review in China involves not just a review, but a effective approval by Chinese regulators on how uh, a company has complied with Chinese law. And the new fines could be 5% of revenue or 10 times their cost. So when China wants to get serious about a matter, it does so. Now, this is an announcement by the Cyberspace administration of China, and it has to do, again, with critical information infrastructure. But that's defined more broadly than it might appear to U.S. or European listeners. Acronis announced that uh, ransomware losses globally are expected to be over $30 billion by the end of 2023. In the first half of 2022, most of the ransomware incidents involved compromised credentials through uh, cloud software exploitation and the use of non-traditional entry vectors that were found to be very much on the rise. Interesting survey by Acronis. And that's not all in this space. Uh, Lloyd's of London, the place you go. If, you're, if you haven't been to Lloyd's, it's a wonderful building. And people used to gather for coffee and their brokers, you can go around and get insurance from syndicates uh, within the Lloyd's system. But uh, there was a court ruling in 2022 that means a lot for those who buy ransomware insurance. The insurers there were hoping that uh, cyber war exclusions would be used to help the insurers get off not having to pay uh, money themselves for ransomware losses when there was a national actor involved. And there certainly have been a number of uh, recent reports, most recently in September, reports of Iran cyber attacking in Albania, which has complained bitterly in cyber war on the rise among nation states. But the result of this uprise in the court ruling in the United Kingdom is that in 2023, Lloyd's of London Limited is not going to continue insurance coverage for nation state attacks. So you're going to see changes in wording in ransomware insurance. Quebec, Quebec, 
made the news in September of 2022. It adopted a provincial statute and just pause for a minute. Canada is a little like the United States. Yes, it's a country, but it has these provinces, just like the United States has these states and different laws come out and do different things than uh, what a national law may provide, certainly in the data privacy area. And Quebec's uh, new Personal Information Privacy Act uh, took effect on September 22nd, and it supplements federal legislation in Canada, doesn't contradict it, but introduces the term, quote, confidentiality incident, close quote, a little differently than may be understood generally in the world. It also addresses biometric information. Now, on that, just like in the United States, uh, Illinois got under the act early about biometric information. Other states are looking at this uh, area of the law, but it's been treated very separately from a lot of national laws about data privacy. And certainly you see that now in Canada. Euroactive, a, a prominent European commentator, reports that the European Commission is about to introduce its proposal for a Cyber Resilience Act. Now, this gets into the details of cybersecurity on a technical side, but this one's aimed at consumer-connected devices, and so it will cover, quote, products with digital elements, close quote. And that's defined as, quote, any software or hardware product, notice hardware product, and its remote data processing solutions, including software or hardware components, to be placed on the market separately, close quote. So here you have this uh, Internet of Things uh, overlapping and merging with data infrastructure, and the European Commission is on it to deal with the very connections that take place between software and hardware. Now, this is important. I mean, I'm sure you've heard the joke. How many uh, software engineers does it take to change a light bulb? How many software engineers? Oh, the answer is none. It's a hardware problem. So this is uh, the importance to law. It must, if you're going to solve a problem, solve it. Don't just confine it to software or hardware, but deal with the connections. And that's what the European Commission's proposal would be very interesting to look at that. United Kingdom, no longer part of the European Union, but inheriting the GDPR approach to data privacy, has brought into force October 1, 2022, the Telecommunication Security Act regulations. They're now in force. Now, these are measures uh, under the act that uh, will strengthen secure the security framework for 5G technology, as well as full fiber networks. And they set out very specific security requirements for providers. And a code of practice uh, is provided that gives uh, further technical detail. Well, so much for the hopes that the United Kingdom would revert to common law. No, they're going to make their own regulations. They may not be European. Brexit has happened. But regulation there will be. TikTok in the news, uh, also in the UK, it allegedly violated UK privacy regulations. The Information Commissioner's Office of the UK said it sent TikTok a notice of intent with a possible fine of 27 million pounds. And again, the pound used to be worth a lot more than the US dollar. Now it's just about worth a dollar as we consider this. But still, that's a lot of money for TikTok, maybe not so much, but it's a serious fine. And what's the problem here? Well, 
TikTok has 30 days to respond. We'll see what happens in October. They're accused of gathering private data from users under age 13 without their parents' consent. We'll see what happens there. California just adopted, speaking of minors, the California Age-Appropriate Design Code Act was signed on September 15th, 2022. It was passed in late August, and it's going to implement some of the strictest privacy requirements for children in the United States, particularly with regard to social media. The law restricts uh, the ability of apps to collect data on anybody 18 or younger, not 13 or younger, 18 or younger, and requires them to implement their, quote, highest privacy standards, close quote, for children and teenagers. Now, that's smelling like privacy by design, which you see in the European Union. Governor Newsom said, quote, we're taking aggressive action in California to protect the health and well-being of our kids, close quote. Well, it wasn't very popular among some tech firms who criticize it for limiting democratic freedoms, even for children, and uh, claim, although the motive's well-intended, it is unconstitutional and it has risk unintended consequences. That's the comment of the Council for Net Choice, a trade association of technology and internet-based businesses. We'll see how the courts sort that one out. U-Haul made the news. It has experienced a data breach of names, driver's licenses, state IDs. No credit card or financial information was compromised, they say, having to do with uh, about five months of rental contracts. And uh, the great reward to those whose data was breached is a, a full year of free identity protection services, the remedy we see so often in United States data breach cases. And speaking of data breaches, uh, there was a teenager, a cyber attacker, who gained full access to Uber's systems after impersonating an IT professional from Uber to gain VPN access. A demonstration of what I always remind uh, all of us when I close the podcast. Now, apparently the hack did not expose confidential passenger data of Uber, but it showed internal company information, administrative account credentials stored in the clear, and other lapses in cybersecurity practices. And finally, for September, uh, Georgia Senate, U.S. Uh, Senator John Ossoff announced that the government is investigating Meta after the markup discovered the tech giant's Pixel tool gathered information on users' private health records. And so uh, there'll be an investigation into whether Facebook's uh, parent company is collecting or storing patient personal data accessed through hospital websites. Medical data is thought to be a broker market uh, more valuable than financial data. Well, 14 things that have happened in September. And before we close, what's striking to me is this. Those 14 incidents have virtually nothing to do with how besieged people are, all of us. There's an onslaught of targeted ads, phishing, phone calls, fixation to having your phone available at all times, to having anyone call you any minute of the day, to having social media take up your life and then get pounded by unwanted approaches by all sorts of people that you've never heard of. Some for their own decent business purposes, trying to get you interested in something. Others from villainous characters. 
One must ask, whatever happened to the do not call list? Do you remember that FCC rule about don't call me on the phone? What happened to that? And where, where is the focus today on privacy? Most of us want the great benefits of geolocation and other services that the internet and uh, data sharing has brought us, uh, being able to post things about our families and share them with people we want to share them with. But where, where can the lines be drawn to create a balance between a society we really want to be part of generally and that that goes too far? We'll come back to that again and again. Well, I'll finish this report on what happened in September by reminding us all protecting your personal privacy begins with you.